0: Hello, welcome back to the long-awaited <laughs> podcast of the Bibliophiles podcast. I'm Anna. I'm
1: Holly. And I
0: feel like I don't even know what to say because it's been so long since we've done this.
1: And again, we have tried and tried. Let's podcast last week. Let's podcast the week before. And then life—I life mean, gets in the way. School started. Kids are back to activities. We're running all over. Yeah. Life events. So yeah. here we are, though. Yeah.
0: So we, like Holly said, everything. It's kind of a whirlwind. You go back to school, you get your kids back to school, you're back into this crazy busy routine of pretty much feeling like you have an activity every single night. Um, Which is about
1: spot on. Yeah. And I only have a kid at home. You have a few more.
0: Yeah, I have a handful, Um, (laughs) but anyway. (laughs) It's all good, it's all good. good. So my reading has definitely taken a little bit of a dive lately. Uh, being busy is one thing, and then I kind of got sucked into a few Netflix series that have
1: mm,
0: kind of been controlling my entire life right now. So that happens. Yeah, and I I needed it, I think, because I just needed to to rest. Yeah, and it felt really good. Yeah, it's feeling really good. Yeah, but I'm still still trucking along.
1: We'll get there. And my dad's been in the hospital, so I of course the minute. There's quiet time to read a book. That is the last thing I'm thinking about. So I, too, have been on the struggle bus with reading. Yes. But it'll get back there. We will. It will. We all have our little slumps and dips, and you always come right back through. So should we start with current reads?
0: Yeah, let's talk about our current reads. All right.
1: So currently, I am reading um, The Light We Lost by Jill Santapolo. Is that right? Yes. Santapolo. Santapolo. I'm not sure. Yeah, we're
0: sorry, Jill. We're
1: sorry, Jill. Um, this is a book club for women. It's in a couple months, but a girlfriend got it um, at the library, so I started it. The I was just telling Anna the only thing I don't like is the second person. I don't like you, 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 and that's what the book's been so far because she's talking about a past like love and boyfriend. Um, but it is a good story, and I'm enjoying that a lot. And then I am listening to um, "Kiss Quotient" by Helen Wong, and this is the second one in. No, actually, no, this is the first one. Kiss Quotient is the first one. And um, I read the second one first, but not that it matters because they're not linear. They're really not linear. And this one is, um, it's adorable. It's about a gal who um, is autistic. And so she hires a male, um, I don't know, a male escort to help her become like more socially acceptable and to know how to handle things like romantically and in the bedroom and socially. And and of course, you know, typical line here, he starts to fall in love with her and have stronger feelings, but he knows he can't because this is his job and he's a professional and whatever. So we'll see, we'll see where this one goes. I mean, Cute. I know where it's going, but yeah. Yeah, so you have. Okay,
0: so um, I'm currently reading The People We Keep by Allison Larkin. This is the book that was touted as the um, historical fiction. It takes place in nineteen
1: like ninety-four. Okay. So we're old. <laughs> okay, so remember that... what I
0: was doing in nine or ninety-six, one of the two. Right. But regardless, I know exactly where I was in both. Oh my gosh. And, and I just saw so a tic- t- I
1: saw a TikTok the other day and it was the it was a guy and he's on there and he's like, My daughter just said that we, her parents, were born in the late nineteen hundreds. And he's like, they're so stupid, which is true. It's totally true. Of course it is. But he's just like, you know how when you'd say the 1800s, he's like, the are you freaking kidding me? And it it is true. And
0: speaking of this historical fiction in the 90s, my daughter daughter was like, mom, I love old music. I made this playlist on Spotify with old music. I love it. I'm like, I love old music too. Thinking like Chicago. I love Chicago. Pink Floyd. You know, like, so who's on your list? Britney Spears. Is that old music? Yep. I mean, apparently it is, it is but it's anyway, 1990s. Old. So anyway, this yeah. book takes place in the 90s, and um, I'm I'm like just on chapter three, just in chapter three. I I like the writing style a lot, and I feel like I'm really going to like it. I think this is going to be more of a character study, which I'm a big fan of. I like I like that. So, um, I just finished listening to The Heart Principle by Helen Wong, which right. is. The third one that just came out and I really liked it. And I was like, I need like a cheesy, steamy listen. And I went on Hoopla and found the Highlander who protected me. And the cover is like (laughs) (laughs) Harlequin (laughs) romance cover with like Fabio on the front. And I read the description. I was like, yes, yes, this is going to be my next listen. And then right away it was like, this contains adult themes and like, i'm in i'm in anyway so apparently this socialite this heiress got pregnant you know which of course is like unacceptable and she had to run away and she had the baby in this highlander from clan whatever is gonna protect her <laughs> baby and like like keep her baby in this remote scottish oh boy.
1: um
0: it kind of gave me outlander vibes so i was like I'm in
1: and walk. and this is number one. I know so like how many sorry, are there? It's called Plan Kendrick Clan Kendrick one. I'm in. And oh my you know, gosh. The other fan is
0: like bring it bring it. Yeah you might be uh, in for it for so a while. Might, so it sounds like something perfect to listen to when you're driving. And,
1: yeah like, driving and, and when listening. you need a pause.
0: Yeah and I am also reading Holly and I are both reading The Heartbeat oh. of Wounded Me and this is by David Troyer and um, he's actually from Minnesota originally and I'm really enjoying it. It's basically it's heavy Native American history. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's really really it's cool. nonfiction.
1: Love that for sure. And anytime you can just learn more about
0: yeah, it's it's pretty heavy. Yeah, um,
1: but I mean a, a good heavy, but yeah. just it's not it's nothing that you can like sit down and whip off five six chapters at a time. No,
0: yeah, it has so to it has to go slow. So give it a flow. That's what we've been reading. What since yeah. we haven't podcasted in what feels like forever. Yeah. I don't
1: even, it's A long what's time. a
0: recent book you've read that you've really liked? I'm putting you on the spot oh here. Oh my gosh. I can go first if you, you want. You go to. first. Okay. Let
1: me go look at my Goodreads.
0: So I just finished Personal Librarian.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. You said
0: um, by Marie Benedict, but she co-wrote, um, I'm sorry. Give me a second because she co-wrote this with someone, and I'm so sorry that I'm like completely blanking out right now, but, um, I'm struggling to find this, but anyway, I'll, I'll get back to you on that. But so this is about, it's, it's a true historical fiction. Oh, it's Victoria, Christopher Murray. I knew it was Victoria, Victoria, Christopher Murray, and Marie Benedict wrote this and, um, JP Morgan, like the bajillionaire of the early 1900s hired Belle de Costa green as his personal librarian to help build his library. So her job was really more of a like a, a curator of going and finding these rare editions of books and adding them to his library and searching out, you know, like Gutenberg Bibles, different things that could be added to his collection. And they had a very fabulous relationship where she got along with him and knew him way better than his own kids did. And so watching that dynamic and li- reading the author notes at the end about the extensive research that went into this and the fact that this was, there were a lot of racial issues in here mm-hmm. where Belle de Costa-Green was actually colored, but her skin was light enough to pass as long as she said she was from Portugal. Right. Um, and the fact that that alone mattered, you know, Portugal was fine,
1: but, but not, being black uh, right, was not
0: fine. Right. Um, is just, is just, it was heavy, but it was, it was yeah. so good. Well, it and was she, so, good. so
1: I read Carnegie's maid a year ago, mm-hmm. I bet at least it was phenomenal so you'll love this work. i loved her writing and it's the same and yeah. i also have lady clementine and i also have the only woman in the room in my closet yeah. like uh, so because of her marie benedict yeah and
0: at the end of the book like they wrote each other mm-hmm. the authors wrote each other or they, or they wrote their like acknowledgments or whatever yeah. and they both said going into this co-writing we we knew we'd, we'd meet A new friend, right? And they both said, "I can't believe, like, I gained a sister. I gained a sister. Both of them. So
1: cool. We're like, we are. Oh, it was so, it was so good. Okay, so tell, tell. I'm going to talk about Mary Jane, and you've read that. This, you guys, this is. I don't know if it's my top of the year so far, but it's right up there. Um, we did this one for Boozy's, um, book club, is where it kind of started with. Um, it is. Phenomenal, and it took takes place in the 70s in Baltimore. Um, a 14 year old girl coming of age. She ends up being a nanny for a family, and um, her the dad of the family is a therapist. And there's a famous a famous um, musician that is a drug addict that came to get sessions and to get better and healed. And just the bond that they form is oh my gosh. I loved it so much i mean you read it too it was just it, it like, i loved phenomenal. it phenomenal and i too the whole time daisy jones and the six kept in my head now it's not the same book by any means but if you read daisy jones and the six it is the same like hippie trippy pat smoking like band and mary jane is exposed to that through this other family because her family is very prim and proper and nothing can ever you know be wrong whatever and then she is nannying for this family that has and admits all these faults and and everything so it's oh i loved it so much I So you guys mary jane you need to add that to your list it is a top top for me this year might be my number one
0: it's so good. but
1: it's up there yep it's, it's right so up good. there so mary jane would be mine
0: yeah okay so okay. we're going to talk about um with october coming up and we are so excited about october we're going to talk mm. about our like are committed for reads for our cover. and I am absolutely committed to my four. Like they're going to get read in October. And then um, of course we'll add more, but
1: yeah, I these, agree. These
0: are four that we right were reading. So, so bright
1: lands, John Fram is number one. We both need to read this one. Yeah, um, we, It's for women's book club for next month.
0: Yeah. And I've had it sitting at my house. I got this probably like two years ago, but, um, so we'll just kind of give read you a the little, blurb, We'll Read give you a the blurb. blurb. So the town we don't, of Bentley, I don't know a
1: ten about any of these. So just go. no, and
0: I'm looking them up so that yeah. we can talk about what we what we do know about them. But right. the town of Bentley holds two things dear: it's football and it's secrets. Okay, that like I can probably just stop. But I was still, one. when star quarterback Dylan Whitley goes missing, fear grips this remote corner of Texas. Dylan's brother Joel, a gay man with secrets of his own, is convinced there's more to the disappearance than meets the eye, as does sheriff's deputy Starsha Clark. Their search for answers. We'll bring them to the dark truth behind an urban legend whispered about in the locker rooms and bleachers of this all American
1: town. I mean, that's, you know what? So in. So in. I've heard great things about it too. So Brightlands is our, like both of our number one. Yep.
0: Is both of ours. So So, you go ahead. Yep. So my next one that I'm just dying to read is A Lesson in Vengeance by Victoria Lee. And I'm just going to read the blurb on Goodreads because I uh, probably can't put into words enough of what it's about. But Felicity Morrow is back at Dalloway School. Perched in the Catskill Mountains, the centuries-old, ivy-covered campus was home until the tragic death of her girlfriend. Okay, I love dark academia. I'm like already sold in the gun,
1: Like deadly education. Yep. Kind of sounds like. So now
0: after a year away, she's returned to graduate. She even has her old room in Goodwin House, the exclusive dormitory rumored to be haunted by the spirits of five Dalloway students. Girls, some say, were witches. All right, you got me right there. Fucking love witch books. (laughs) The Dalloway Five all died mysteriously one after another right on Goodwin grounds. Witchcraft is woven into Dalloway's history. School doesn't talk about it, but the students do. In secret rooms and shadowy corners, girls convene. And before her girlfriend died, Felicity was drawn to the dark. She's determined to leave that behind her now. All Felicity wants is to focus on her senior thesis and graduate. But it's hard when Dalloway's occult history is everywhere. And when the new girl won't let her forget. It's Ellis Halsey's first year at Dalloway, and she's already amassed a loyal following. A prodigy novelist at 17, Ellis is a so-called method writer. She's eccentric and brilliant, and Felicity can't shake the pull she feels to her. So when Ellis asks Felicity for help researching the Dalloway Five for her second book, Felicity can't say no. Given her history with the arcane, Felicity is the perfect resource, and when history begins to repeat itself, Felicity will have to face the darkness in Dalloway and in herself.
1: Sounds Phenomenal. Phenomenal, yeah. And this was the one that Sawyer Cole recommended. Yeah, on was it? I don't yep. even remember. Okay. Yeah, it was because why? I feel like I need to find out why. No, is it written by a trans author? Could be. I do. I feel like actually she some... did
0: write that some of this is taken from her own experience. So maybe. So it could. Be. I'm not
1: sure. Don't don't quote that either. But I feel like that was kind of the yeah that one was um, recommended for sure. All right, so me, I will jump in, is that okay? Mm -hmm. Okay, so one of mine is This Tender Land, and this is William Kent Kruger. If you've read Ordinary Grace, um, he's the author of that book. I will also just read the blurb, because this one is the summer of 32. Um, There's uh, the Lincoln Indian Training School is a pitiless place where Native American children are forcibly separated from their parents and sent to be educated. It's also home to um, a lively orphan boy who exploits constantly, earns him the superintendent's wrath. After committing a terrible crime, he, they and his friends end up fleeing the mighty Mississippi, for a place to call home. And so they're on this journey, these four orphan vagabonds together um, struggling to just find a place to belong. So, But this one also brings up like hauntings of the past and various things. So. This one, and I loved his writing. I don't know if you, again, Ordinary loved. Grace, I loved it so much. This sounds so, really good. Uh, it does. And this one has been on my list for a very long time. And that's one of the reasons why I pulled it to read. So awesome. we'll see where that one takes me.
0: Okay, so um my next one is The Nature of Witches by Rachel M. Griffin. And I'm just going to say right now, one of the movies in the 90s that I watched basically on repeat, like DVD start over, was Practical Magic. I obsessed with that movie i love witches i love i love it so um it's gonna be no surprise that here's the blurb for centuries witches have maintained the climate their power from the sun peaking in the season of their birth but now their control is faltering as the atmosphere becomes more erratic all hope lies with cara clara an everwitch whose rare magic is tied to every season In autumn, Clara wants nothing to do with her power. It's wild and volatile, and the price of her magic, losing the ones she loves, is too high, despite the need to control the increasing dangerous weather. In winter, the world is on the precipice of disaster. Fires burn, storms rage. Clara accepts that she's the only one who can make a difference. In spring, she falls for saying, the witch training her as her magic grows so do her feelings until she's terrified saying will be the next one she loses in summer clara must choose between her power and her happiness her duty and the people she loves before she loses saying her magic and thrusts the world into chaos practical magic meets twister in this debut contemporary fantasy standalone about heartbreaking power the terror of our collapsing atmosphere and the ways
1: we unknowingly change
0: our fate like
1: not bad give it to me right now right yep perfect All right, my second one is The Invited by Jennifer McMahon.
0: And and I've raved about this one at least twice on this podcast. I know. Because I'm obsessed with this book.
1: And um, so, yeah, so here I have it. There's um, Helen and Nate. They've They've left to go build their dream house out on this plot of land, only to discover that local legend Hattie Breckenridge lived there and died there. And, of course, there's dark and violent past secrets there. So as they continue to build this house they start to, um, find things that are haunted oh. and like stuff just starts to happen. Unimaginable danger. It says, so I'm excited for this one. It super was, simple, but I, yeah, it was so good. And I'm the reason I'm super pumped. You guys, I bought this one in large print. I am not gonna have to read my, wear my glasses. No, Can you believe fabulous. it? So yeah. So they invited, this has been yeah. On my list for a while. Oh, the winter people. That's the other one too. I have, but I read that that one. Did you read read that one? No, but I haven't. So that one was we'll figure that that one out later. Dark. So the invited, give that one a shot.
0: Okay. Um, my last one is 56 days by Catherine Ryan Howard. And this one is about COVID. So no Mm. one knew they'd moved in together. Now one of them is dead. Could this be the perfect murder? Fifty-six days ago, Sierra and Oliver met in a supermarket queue in Dublin the same week COVID-19 reaches Irish shores. 35 days ago, when lockdown threatens to keep them apart, Oliver suggests that Sierra move in with him. She sees a unique opportunity for a new relationship to flourish without the pressure of scrutiny, or without the pressure of the scrutiny of family and friends. He sees it as an opportunity to hide who and what he really is. Today, detectives arrive at Oliver's apartment to discover a decomposing body inside. Will they be able to determine what really happened or has lockdown provided someone with the opportunity to commit the perfect crime?
1: Mm -hmm. This one's been all over Bookstagram like, too. I can't wait. Yeah. That was one of my good. Book of the Months.
0: Oh, per- oh, yeah. And I have been crushing my Book of the Months. And girl. i just like, what's my next one? What's my yeah, next I'm one? Yeah, I'm not
1: there. Okay, so speaking of Book of the Month, that's why I chose Half Sick of Shadows. This one is Book of the Month. Uh, this one, everyone knows the legend of Arthur, destined to be king, <gasps> Guinevere, who will betray him with the most loyal knight, Lancelot of the bitter sorceress Morgana, who will turn against them all. But Elaine also carries the burden of knowing what is to come. So they're on a mystical island. Their future comes to claim them. Um, he takes his throne. However, the rules of society chain them, and enemies are everywhere. So dangerous threats are throughout. Visions start to happen, and I, again, what's their fate? So this one, just again, sounds bringing Lancelot. and oh, I, I will. love yep. Camelot. I and it says um, bold feminist please.
0: Amen. Yep. I did my, um, for one of my classes I took, I did like my final capstone paper on the legend of King Arthur. So this like, I would freaking
1: love that. Yep. It Um, might fit right in there. You have to borrow.
0: Absolutely fabulous. Okay. So that's what we have coming up.
1: Yeah. Um, hopefully more, like I have a stack of, 12, oh, gosh, 12 is I my am. goal. But these three, yes. these three, and based on my last month, I might only get these three done. Same, I mean, that's been, what's been happening. But I've been those three will prioritize like, my
0: series. Like it's nobody's mm. business, and I'm going to go home and finish sex education tonight because that's it is okay. so good, and I am obsessed with these students, and I want them to be my students. <laughs> so, <laughs> Perfect. Except like, I want not teaching move. right now. No, but I would someday. But I want to go move to that school yeah. and teach them because I love them
1: perfect um so anyway that's all we have happy reading everybody happy october coming up spooky month we'd love to hear about your spooky pics you can still continue to follow us even though we've been neglecting we we We, are going to be that should be our goal too at least every other week should be our goal um and so you can find us on spotify yes every every other week week, apple podcast um yeah just give us a shout out so all right take care and,
0: and read up